0: All of us spend lots of time at work. In fact, the statistics say that an average worker spending 40 hours a week at his job, starting work at the age of 20, working until the age of 65, will have spent 90,360 hours of his or her life on the job. What is concerning is that many people completely dread their time at work, and they do not enjoy what they do. And unfortunately, people of faith actually are among that group and we'll be talking with a group that's been very successful in their work world, but who also are very ambitious regarding their faith. makes any particular work, what makes any particular job gospel-minded?
1: Um, I, I think when, when you think about work, uh, the positive aspects of it, what the gospel brings, is I think of contribution. What can I do to take my unique gifts and make a positive contribution to my company and to the customers I serve and kind of broader society as a whole. And the second thing I think about is impact. It's about the people business. How can I impact the people I get to interact with um, in, in their daily lives and possibly in kind of the uh, strategic direction that they may head? So as a leader, you get to develop and lead people and you get a chance to impact people. And that, those two things, when you make a contribution to the business and you get to impact people, that brings great meaning. Yeah. To work.
0: yeah, that's great. So how do you measure impact? Because I hear that all the time from people. It, sometimes it's hard to measure. How do you know if you're having an impact? If, if, if I'm working for you and you're my boss,
1: how will you know that you're impacting me? I think, I think there are several ways in which that can happen. Uh, you, you can make an impact on someone in the technical aspects of the work. So you're training them and, and giving them opportunities to grow in skill development and experiences. So you can see, just like an athlete, if they work on so many things uh, to improve their skills, it shows up in the field. Okay. Secondly, the impact is their ability to then go lead other people. Uh, It's the whole discipleship model. If I teach you how to lead and I teach you how to care for and serve others and you catch on to that, that should be something that you can measure and see Uh, so that uh, others can notice it. So it's not just I can personally see it, that other people that see that the person that I'm working with on my team is growing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Growth. I want to just add one thought to that. For me, the timeline at which we uh, measure impact, sometimes is too short. Uh, When you think about life change, that can take a long time. And so I think, you know, at the end of somebody's career, their tenure at a company, there may be impact that they've had that they can't see. Um, it okay. goes unseen because it, it takes time. Um, and so certainly there's going to be short term things you can know about how am I doing, but um, God does work that we can't see. And sometimes it takes longer than we think. For me, I think we have to compare the old man or woman to the new man or woman. So let's talk
3: about actually the opposite of your question. Okay. What happens when we don't get transformed like that? Fridays are great. Mondays are horrible uh my work annoys me to an extent and it's really hard to relate to people at work um i think you can take the opposite of all of those things that if you're bringing what god says is his kingdom and impact on others around you into that environment mondays don't look a lot different than fridays i know that's kind of hard to say and think through when you're excited about the weekend but from your work standpoint that you're excited to go be with people interact with co-workers mondays can be fun just as much as fridays those are some practical ways that i think now I, I kind of get it. I get that God had a bigger picture here than for me just to grind through this for a while and for me to just take care of this until it's time to retire. And uh, he said, man, no, I put people around you for you to impact and you should enjoy every day that you're there. And man, what a joy, what a personal benefit that comes from that. So guys, what, if I can just kind of go a little
0: bit into your own narratives, because I know I know all three of you guys pretty well and I've watched you for years and love the, the, the story and the journey. When, when was it that, that your light bulb started going off? Because you've been working for a long time. I mean, I've, you know, but when is it that you began to say, Mark, you know, hold it, there's some Godness. I mean, there's some real spiritual imagination that could be, could be had here.
2: Through reading my Bible, reading uh, things that, that you've wrote that, that displayed the four act gospel to me, and that clicked. And so I was like, okay, I know that I want this in my heart, I don't want to just show up to work and not have meaning. Um, I've seen people do it. Um, then getting the understanding behind it through the scriptures and other reading um, really kind of unlocked that for me. And, and I think that that is in place. You asked, you know, how do we get that viewpoint? Because we're a forgetful people. We've forgotten the story of the Bible and, um, and we've forgotten our place in the story. And so I think when it clicks for you and you see, ah, this is the story, I had it wrong which um, has been, you know, Satan's tactic from the beginning. You know, did God really say? Um, it unlocks a whole new world for you.
0: Yeah, so I'm just a list guy. That's just who I, that's how I operate. So if I were listing yours, I would say basically you had a hunger that started in your own soul somewhere. Mm-hmm. You had a hero. You had somebody, at least one person or more that you could point to and said, listen, I'd like to have what they have. And then somewhere along the line, you had some knowledge or some information or some, some database that really filled in let you stand on. That's, that's, that's really interesting. Can you, can you go back, tell us when? Like how long ago did you, did you start saying, okay, hold on, there's more to work than this?
2: Yeah, I think for me, you know, I've, I've known Jesus since I was a little kid, but just studying the Scriptures and understanding His story, that, that was, that's been going on for a long time. Um, in terms of seeing people, it was, you know, I was lucky in that all the places that I've worked, I've had somebody I could point to. Um, and see, and so that was you know a couple couple years out of school is when that started, where I got to see people contextualize their understanding of the gospel going to work and what that looks like. And so I just tried to be observant of that. Um, the understanding has probably you know came a couple years after that, as I really tried to pour in and read and, and understand this topic of this work and faith and how they interact. Um, and so that's probably you know five, six, seven years ago for me.
0: That's great, Mark.
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
3: Um, You know, I think would relate on, I think there's some level of hunger. I think maybe anybody even watching this conversation has some level of hunger or leadership. So that's a starting place. But I think for me, and the more I thought about this is that I came out of an environment where I had that hunger had actually started in college for me to grow spiritually. And what that looked like, transitioning into the workplace, was really just a lot of guilt that it didn't look like sharing the gospel like this. It didn't look like um, necessarily having spiritual conversations like this because there was this new environment called the workplace, and I was the youngest one there. And even in a very safe environment at the time, it didn't necessarily look the same. And I think it all comes down to maybe, I don't want to say redefining the gospel, so let's be clear here. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. But I think when we hear gospel, we immediately translate that to taking the gospel to work means sharing the story of Jesus' birth, death, resurrection with an individual that day. Instead of broadening it to, what is is the gospel? What's the redemptive power of the gospel within our work? And of course evangelism needs to be part of that, but so does discipleship, so does loving on other people that are hurting, so does providing workplace environments that are non-threatening. And so when you can realize that, and I would say for me to answer your question, that probably would have been three or four years ago when I actually took it from being this checklist that I didn't necessarily feel like I was living up to as a sharing my faith enough times with clients kind of thing to a, God's at a bigger work here within our company and how can I be a part of that? And it's yeah. broader than just, did I evangelize to somebody today?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, the idea is um, at least one of the premises that I've, I've come to believe the last few years is so much of the conversation around the gospel in the workplace and just, it circles itself and basically it stays around the conversation of evangelizing and moralizing. And those are not bad. It's not like anybody would ever say evangelizing is bad or moralizing or being moral is bad. The challenge is, is to somehow get beyond that, to your point, not to redefine the gospel, but to stretch the power, the intent, you know, and the reach of the gospel into these other horizons To where I really say the gospel makes a difference on Thursday during a negotiation conversation, or or can it, is the question. Henry, how about you? When did you start having some kind of light bulbs go off?
1: You know, it was for me um, when I worked on a team uh, that uh, was led by a leader with vision for this uh, God taking the gospel to work mm. and um and I saw it happening, and I experienced it personally, um, and to see a group of men and women who are committed to making something like that happen. i it was it was it became real that maybe we could do this. that gave me courage i want I want to put a little emphasis on doing this uh, contextualization of kind of bringing the gospel to work with a community of uh, like-minded men and women what part of work creates the gr- the biggest challenges
0: like like just in a, in, in in your settings and or friends of yours you know what part of the work environment really causes the biggest hurdles or challenges for most people when they think about the gospel going to work what part of that what part what part of work poses the biggest issues hurdles or challenges
2: I think it really depends on your context. I know for some of my friends, it's fear, you know, because they're not in a position of leadership or this, this vision is not shared um, by, the, by their company owners or, or what have you. Um, for some of us, it's ourselves, <laughs> you know. Uh, we're broken um, and sinful, and, and so we make mistakes and get in the way of, of our best motives and intents. Um, busyness, you know, our, our world is not slowing down um, and so sometimes that gets in the way of me me living this out is just getting busy. Um, and then there is this I think there is this extent to what what we're talking about is that the gospel and our work can have the same uh, be in the same lane and, and exist together. but I also experience at times that they can be in conflict um, like when Ross what can, what without getting too personal in heaven
0: to disclose company secrets but yeah. I mean, what what what? When, when have you found, what occasions do you find that there's this fight that happens?
2: Yeah. I mean, loving people is, it costs something. Um, it takes risk. Whether that's your real financial risk that you're taking and maybe displeasing a, a client or a customer, um, or whether that's, um, uh, you know, personal capital or political capital in stepping out and saying, okay, how, how much further do I go in this expression? Um, and, and then I think, you know, you think broadly in terms of just the, the societal and political environment in, a, in America, um, taking a stand on some of these things, it, it takes risk. And so um, those are, to me, those are some of the things that can kind of get in the way of this living out on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. Who else? Anybody else have a thought on, on what is it? Where, when is the gospel kind of at its biggest struggle in a work setting?
1: You know, Steve, for for me, through the years of experience, um, the the challenges of life is also the challenges that the gospel, where it's needed the most. In difficult business situations where, you know what, you got to take a stand on doing the right thing, or if you did the right thing, you may lose a contract or you may lose a customer. Secondly, um, when things aren't going well, Financially, you know, um, I used to think that when when we first started our companies uh, you know, we had a great string of years And then we had a bad, we had a bad string, you know, and you have to take those Situations and apply those principles that you know that are right that have been planted in you And now you got to go do something. So Henry,
0: are you consciously, so I'm, I'm just putting myself in your shoes. So when you're when you're in the middle of one of those occasions, or maybe Ross back to your deal with a hard person, when you're having a hard person, like are you consciously saying, now what you know what Bible verse applies to this, or what principle, what Christian principle have I learned, or or have you so internalized the integration of the gospel as the fact that it relates to this just like you would anything else? I'm, I'm trying to kind of get a little deeper on what what it is that's fueling your thinking when you're when you're at that intersection
1: or that that particular situation. Yeah, it, to me, it's, it's more around biblical principles. B- biblical principles uh, teach you to think the way God thinks. Okay. And if you have processed it over the years, and so over a 15, 25-year run, uh, you, get, you, you, know, you get more than one shot at dealing with difficult situations. And sometimes you make mistakes, uh, and you don't handle a situation as well as you like, you know, you chalk that up for learning and you move on. Yeah. And then over a cumulative period of time, you get to take those principles and apply that to business life and apply that to your own personal life. And you get hopefully better at it. And uh, and when you make a mistake, you you deal with it and you ask for forgiveness, sometimes to the people that you made the mistakes on. And sometimes, uh, you know, you have to, to just say, hey, I blew it. You know, uh, I could have done better at this project and I didn't. Uh, but most of the time, uh, I believe you are um, in a journey and you grow. And if you're committed to that and intentional about applying that, it gets back to this idea. You do it with a community of people who can encourage you. Because if you're doing this alone, it could be really lonely. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. like just,
0: you know, if you're, if you're the only person of faith in your, yeah. you know, your department or your area or maybe your whole company. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that they would think they're the only person of faith in their whole company. And so how do you?
3: Well, I'd say to that, that point, actually, you were talking about some of your question had to do with the stifling of this gospel idea going into the workplace. What What is some of that yeah, yeah. The stifling and some of those intersections? And I think it's the same thing that stifles the ultimate vision and mission of Jesus, which was to pour into men who would pour into other men and women who would pour into other men and women. And eventually the world would know Him through uh, his great commission. And in the same way, I think it's a fair question to ask how many people out there have actually seen this modeled? And it's a challenge to all of us, right? To say, how many people would say, I know someone who lived, modeled, and verbalized their faith really well at work and actually made me change the way that I thought about it. I think about my little brother, 24 years old, and because of family health situations with my dad, he had to take over a farm at a real young age, about 18, running a uh, row crop farm, and I think about, you know, who, does he, who is he looking to, to see what it looks like to drive a tractor with integrity? But seriously, and who's he looking to to, to say, how am I gonna pour into my farm hand over here? He, he's, maybe a phone call from me every now and then, the, the white collar brother trying to tell him
2: what he might do, but um, man, every environment, I think, has a version of that in it. You were talking about lists earlier. We all desire that list. Those, you know, when, when we read the book, Gospel Goes to Work, I'm looking for the list, you know, from Steve. Um, and, and since the beginning of the time, man's been asking God for a list. And, 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 it, and it never works out. Huh. Um, he, he wants us to be in relationship with Him. And so, just part of that discovery process and asking Him and abiding in Him, I think is some of the most valuable things that I've done when I get in those tough situations. Um, and, and I think you asked earlier, you know, like, what do you say or what's going through your mind? Certainly the Bible is going through my mind. I mean that that is the Word of God and there's wisdom there, but um, God in, uh, gave, uh, you know, in Jesus uh, had a ton of tact in terms of how he engaged with different audiences and some people he's quoted scripture to and others he didn't. Um, so I think how you communicate with people um, takes discernment and, and he tells us that he wants to teach us to be fishers of men. You're a fisherman Steve. Um, you don't use the same lure um, every day for every fish and so um, just having a diversity of how we express the gospel, I think is important.
0: yeah, so just to, and I know the answer, but I, but I still want to ask the question just so we can we can we can process it a little bit together. Technically, the textbook answer is there any part of my work that is that is basically uh, it, it's away from the gospel potential? Well, the textbook answer has got to be no. there's nothing there. The problem is, why is it, though, that I, that I segment stuff off? Like, I'll say, oh, man, I'm all about the relationships, but now the money thing, the money thing is kind of like, don't really want to bring the gospel into the money thing, especially if I'm going to be losing the money or whatever. And so what 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 makes me become almost schizophrenic or polarizing with, my, with the way I think about the gospel and the whole canvas of work?
3: Yeah. You know, uh, specifically for me, short and sweet, it's the same reason I have trouble... Praying continuously, as First Thessalonians says, and engaging God on a regular basis in my day-to-day work, even in the small things. So when I think about that spreadsheet I need to go look at this afternoon, that doesn't feel like something I need to engage gospel-minded thinking in. And that's a problem that I actually, that I actually compartmentalize the small things. So in the same way that keep me from praying on the small things, I think are the same lies that keep me from engaging the power of the gospel in the small things at work, too. Yeah, interesting.
0: Well, what we know for sure is this: we know that the, that 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 work, work is core to our life. We will spend the average person will spend a hundred thousand hours at work, um, and they're not just our worst hours; they're our best hours, you know, usually speaking. Um, and so, work is core to our lives. Um, the gospel is is literally core to our faith, you know. To have a faith that is that is um, um, devoid. Of the the like Mark, what you said, the full gospel expression experience, um, it's a shortage. You know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's, there's something missing from that, and um, so the notion that that the gospel impacts all of our life, including our work, is just a really great challenge for all of us.